<laughs> hey, this is Tony Tone on the microphone here at the Wentworth Real Estate Group, 2325 West Shy YC Avenue here with John Wentworth. Good morning. How are you, John? I'm good, brother. What's going on? How you I'm been? A, I'm alive and well. Glad, to, glad, glad you're here today. I'm glad you woke up. All right. I'm glad I woke up. All right. And we are being videoed by Mr. Christian Wentworth. Welcome to the media room, Christian. Um, John, good morning. We're going to talk about the value in losing. Do you want to introduce everybody else that's in the building, too? Or yeah. are we good? The whole entire staff is here. <laughs> we have 50 people that works for us. Okay, cool. And John, glad to have you here. But what? Uh, talk to me. How's your weekend? Weekend was awesome. Yeah? Yeah, I didn't do anything. I relaxed. Um, my shoulder was hurting me pretty bad, and I sat down and relaxed. And I just... Went to church on Sunday. Did you Other talk that, at church? Did you sing? I had to sing at church Sunday. You had to? I, well, they asked me to. You got to. Yeah. You got, got to. to move. You got You did got to move again? No, I didn't oh, do that. Yeah. <laughs> that should be our theme song. Yeah, you got to move. You got to move. Okay, let's and, you know this. what? Talking about got to move, I'm seeing that first question on your move, taking action. That's got to move. Where you see that at? You want that number one or number two? It, these aren't in order. See, okay. it's just stars by them. Hey, you know what? You got to move. So let's let's start with that. You don't have to wait. I'm, no, I'm okay. Let's start with that, John. You were talking about taking taking action and being imperfect in action. Relate. Would you explain to our viewers what you mean by that? Well, we don't have viewers. We have We're listeners. We're going to have viewers. We're going to probably have viewers at viewers some point. Viewers and listeners. <laughs> um, I mean, this is a really simple one. I think that so often people wait until they have, all, you know, they're going, oh, I'm going to create a plan and it's going to be the perfect and then I'm going to do it. And really what that stops us from doing is ever doing the shit. And so for me, it's always been, it's just like fall fit fast, right? I blew everybody's mind when I'm like, yeah, we're going to do that shit in two months. And they're like, huh? We should do it next year. And I'm like, no, fuck next year. By the time next year comes along, we'll be so much further ahead of the curve by going through this process and learning by taking imperfect action. And so I just think that, uh, you know, I don't think the shit I know because I see it all the time. People wait for the perfect time. Well, guess what? There is no perfect time. How there, long have you had that in your mind? That I've always no been that time. way because I never, I never, I mean, listen, when you, when, when I got started, I didn't have a choice. I, right. I was broke as fuck and I didn't have a choice. I didn't have the, the, and it was a blessing. I didn't have this mindset of, Oh, well, here's why, because people are afraid of being judged. Right. Right. And so they're afraid of failure and they're afraid of being judged. But for me, I never thought about that shit. I just knew that I had to do whatever it took to eat. And because of that, I didn't care about failing along the way. I didn't care about whether what I was doing was perfect. Uh, and I actually think like being a goalie in hockey served me well in that because it's like if you're a goalie, no matter how great you are, you're going to get scored on. And right. you got to be able to fucking flip the puck out of the net and move on. You know, and so you, you, don't, you, you almost embrace that. And I think that's one of those things like so many people are caught up, they're hung up, and they're not doing anything because they're waiting to do something perfect. It's, it's like doing video, right? Like we're all the time with the agents, video, 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 video. And truth is, some of them are scared to do it. Now, I'd love to be nice and, oh, you know, I understand. Fuck that. I mean, you want to do something great? Do something not, not everybody else is willing to do. Get out of your comfort zone a little bit. You know, and, and, and I'll see them. They'll record a video, delete it, record a video, delete it, record a video. By, the, by, by that time, I've already went live and did the shit. Right. Right? And, and I love going live because there is no deleting and redoing and deleting and redoing. Um, but that same scenario where, where somebody will wait and wait and wait and wait, and I'm talking wait weeks, in avoidance. Being in avoidance is a killer, man. By then, I've already sent three videos. I'm so far ahead of you, you can't catch up anymore. And I think that's, that's something that I actually just wrote about on my post today about me when I was out with my surgery, right? Like, I was out for one week from the gym. I've been out of the gym before for a week, 
it was usually I was on vacation or something, right? But right. on vacation, I'm walking, you know, I'm, I'm fucking doing shit. After surgery, I'm laying in bed. Right. I, you know, obviously, I, I completed my 75 hard shit. I, I got up early day of surgery, did my shit, went and got surgery, and then that night walked at 930 at night, which was freaking difficult, right? But I did it. And, and so each day I still did my shit for 75 hard, but after that I went right back to bed. You know what I mean? Cause I was down, I was gassed. Right. And so coming back to the gym now and, and getting back to doing CrossFit, I'm tired. I'm, I mean, I'm beat, I'm behind. It's not cause I took a week off. It's cause I took a week off and didn't do anything. Right. And, and by laying around is what I'm saying in between the workouts. And so now I'm so much further behind. I got to do three X the work to get back to where I was. And it's the same thing with the scenarios and work or whatever people are trying to do in life. If you're waiting to do shit, it's so much harder to get caught up. So you have to just take the action. My imperfect video is kicking the ass of the video of yours that you never did. And, and, and you know, I mean, there's a there's a lesson in that as well. Like it's OK to do something and fail. And that's the other thing people are afraid of doing. And, and again, that goes back to judgment. Right. I like what you just said. Sometimes you have to fail. It's an old saying, you got to crawl before you walk. Mm -hmm. If you don't fail, you don't, you, you got to be able to fix stuff. And the only way you'd be able to fix it, you have to fail. Uh, listen, it's like, if I'm going to do something and it requires one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten to complete it. If I, if I get to three and I fuck it up, well, now I learned from three. And now I can do three correctly, and then I can get back to four, five, six. If I never even get to three, and I wait and wait and wait to get to three, and then I fuck three up, again, how much further am I behind now? Because i got to go back to one, two, and then now I fix three. And so you've got to be willing to fail. It's like once you learn what isn't going to work, you don't have to do it anymore. And so you're so much further ahead. Again, I always go back to fall fit fast, right? Like mm -hmm. Because we could have actually... You know, I mean, fuck, we lost 50 grand on this thing, right? Lost 50. Oh, yeah. We, it cost us. Now, most people would say they lost 50. What I see is that we invested 50. Okay, I like that. Right? So what do I mean by that? Well, everything that we did and put on, had we planned longer, could we have done a better job? Maybe. Maybe we would have lost more. <laughs> but <laughs> behind that, you took action. Behind that, we took action. and We got it done and we learned from it. And now when we head into 23, I mean, it's freaking, what, what month are we in? This is February. Yeah, thank you so much. So, you know, shit don't even matter to me. Right. So here it is February, and we're already got a date pick now for Fall Fit Fest in 2023, where last year we picked the shit 40 days out. You're right. So all of the things that we learned, we never could have learned those things unless we did them. Now we're way ahead of the game. Like, we're not one year ahead of the game. We're actually three years ahead of the game. Okay. And so I think that you could take that application and just apply it to, to so many things inside of real estate, inside of business, inside of entrepreneur, entre, how you say that shit? Entrepreneurship. Thank you. It might even have an L in it. Entrepreneurship. You know I can say it, but I can't spell it. Just well, like you, you can spell you, and can't sell. I no, can't. and I got that wrong. You can sell, but can't spell. I can't spell shit. Okay, but all good. Third, I mean, I don't even know how the hell I graduated high school. Uh, I almost had a crush on one of my teachers. <laughs> well, she passed you. <laughs> uh, that was, hey, good, good hearing about that, John. My next question is, the value in losing. Talk to me a little bit about the value in losing. What do people need to understand about the value in losing? Honestly, the value in losing is learning how to deal with a loss. Learning how, and it's the same shit we just talked about, right? In, in people waiting for this perfect action that they're going to take, which doesn't exist, by the way. Fucking perfection does not exist. Uh, Kobe Bryant, you know, Michael Jordan, the best of the best of the best. Uh, uh, Michael Jordan missed 9,000 shots. Right perfection doesn't exist. And so if you're caught up in that, you're screwed and you've got to be able to break that mold. The best way to break that mold is just be vulnerable and go out there and do shit and lose. 
but don't lose twice at the same fucking thing. You know, this is one of those things, right, where people will do something, they'll fuck it up, and they're uncoachable. They say all the right things when you try to coach them. They Always. S- they say the right shit, but then they go do it again mm-hmm. because they really didn't listen. They really weren't coachable. You know, I always say this to people, like, when I, when I tell you here's what you should do, it's really just a kind way of saying go do the shit. Right. When should you go do it? Now. Right fucking now, right? And embrace who gives a shit if, you, you know, you lose when you, when you give up. You lose when you, don't, when you don't keep trying. You lose when you don't learn from a mistake that you made. So the value in losing is, I, I mean, there, it's, it's so many different things where, where you can find value, but I think that's for the individual. Where can you find your value in losing? Well, is it a project that you're doing? I mean, you think the fucking Wright brothers built a jet and took off? No, they built a little paper-ass thing that crashed 17 times, that's right. right? So was there value in them losing? Well, they didn't die, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, and and you, can, you can learn from your losing, right? 100%. Okay. You got to learn from it because that's the same motherfucker if, if, you're, if, you're, if you're fucking up the same thing over and over and over and you're not learning from it, well, you got you got you got bigger fish to fry because you're too damn stubborn. You keep beating your head against the wall on the same shit. You know, being coachable, which is one of our core values, and as simple as that may sound, because most of our core values aren't the simple. It's something much deeper. But if you can't be coachable, you got. I mean, listen, I'm in the gym this morning. Okay, I mean, out of all the people down there, I've I've been doing CrossFit the longest. I'm, I don't I don't know that I'm the fittest, especially now off my surgery. But when Alex comes and coaches me. Do you think I go, yeah, I know, I know. That's what motherfuckers say. It drives me crazy. Right. Hey, you you know, hey, I'm, I'm noticing something that you're doing, and here's what would help you. Oh, I know. Well, you don't know because you, you just did you the shit. Tell them, right? You just did the shit. Right, right. <laughs> right? So Alex says, I'm doing handstand push-ups, and, and like, I'm, I'm, you know, I got to the point I could do 10. Before, I couldn't do one, and then it was three, and then it was five, and then it was 10. So here I am doing 10. Most motherfuckers be like, I got this. I did 10. Alex comes over. He's like, hey, drop, keep your knees together. That'll keep you more balanced and drop them lower. And then push up. And I'm like, sweet, I did the shit. Boom, did it, right? Thank you so much, coach. When we're in that room, he's my coach. Right. I'm his boss, but when we're in that room, he's my coach, right? And I think that, uh, you know, you can tie the value of losing to a lot of things, but I think coachability is so important. And, and then finding the value in, in, most of the time, the value in losing is getting over yourself, getting over the hangups that you have about judgment of others. And this is why people... Are fr- like I love to lose. I tell motherfuckers about my losses all the time because I'm one step closer to winning. And most people hide them, right? This is like we talked about this the other day about, you know, God will open doors for you. Will you take the action to walk through them? And, and so often people say, well, I see an opportunity. I'm going to pray on it. And, you know, God is not going to reward you just like, listen, if, that, if it were that easy, you would lay in bed all day and pray for the things that you want. Oh, man, I sure wish I had a nice car. Oh, fuck, there it is in the driveway. Like, it doesn't work like that. God's going to reward the people that put in the effort. And, and I think your intent matters a tremendous amount as well. He's going to reward good intent. But you've got to be willing to put in the effort. And so when I think about losing, it just goes back to the fact of every time I lose, I'm closer to winning. Every time I'm losing, I can be vulnerable. And I can share my losses with people inside of this organization. They're closer to winner. They don't have to go through the loss. I already did it for you. Right? So much of the stuff as we bring these people on board, we've already paved the way for them. They can just plug into a system, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and have success. That's right. Instead of them having to go do all the shit and figure it out on their own. Now, some of them are stubborn and they want to do it their way. But guess where they're at? Not here. They're not here anymore. Right? And so it's just one of those things like I think that that, that losing piece goes back to people fear judgment 
and they feel fi- fear failure because they fear being judged. And what's interesting enough is that they're judging themselves before they even got started to get to the point for others to judge them. And if you're worried about others judging you, um, you know, you've got to look internally on why that is because you've got something, something going on inside that has you fearful of being judged. All right. Well, you know what? That's awesome, John. That was good words. Good words of encouragement. I hope those that you are listening, make sure you listen to this twice. Last, John. I got one more thing I want to talk to you about this. I'm going to ask you, you a fucking question. How you question. doing so far this morning? I'm doing great, man. I had a good workout, my second full CrossFit workout since my surgery. Uh, if y'all don't know, I got my ass bored out, and uh, that was absolutely terrible, and recovery was a bitch. But honestly, um, you know, just a little bit more each day is where I'm at. And then like anything else, you get to a point where you get that that compound interest, right? And so today, very little pain and was able to do a – like I did a full CrossFit workout yesterday, but I was – you know, I was I was protective of my anus. Okay, gotcha. Right? Today, I was able to really, you know, I was able to get back at it. Now, I was fatigued as fuck um, just because, you know, that's a beast, man. But I definitely feel good, and I appreciate you asking, and I appreciate it. I mean, it was pretty cool, man, to go through that because, you know me, I don't need a pat on the back from anybody. You know what I'm saying? And uh, But to, to, to have everybody reach out and, and listen and, – and, being vulnerable, I think, is such an important thing, and it's opened up so many doors for me in relationships because, you know, fear of losing, fear of failure, um, taking action, like all of these things come back to why don't people do them? They're afraid to fail. They're afraid to be judged, right. and I just don't give a shit about either one of those things. Right. And so because of that vulnerability, I feel like that's opened up so many doors of relationships with people because they can relate to it. And one more thing, uh, and like you said, you don't it don't matter if people judge you or not. You're going to do what you want to do. And the things, the things you are doing is to help. A hundred percent. It's and all to help. You know, that's, I love that you say that because it's, it's just like speaking, right? Like when I speak, which, you know, right now isn't often, but I do have a, I do have a vision, right? I have a vision of being on a stage at Arte Syndicate speaking for uh for Sala and my Like I just, I know that that's going to happen in my, in my future. But when I, you know, I, whether I speak at team meeting in front of pe- 50 people, shit, it used to be five, right. you know what I mean? Or, you know, on stage with Shep Black in front of a couple hundred, like of the highest of the best of the best. I never really have nerves because, and I, I also never prepare. <laughs> yeah, because once you get started, you can just roll. I can, right? Well, yeah, because it's all from a place of service and it's all from the heart. Mm-hmm. I don't need to plan the shit out. Right. When, when, you're, when I'm storytelling and, you know, unfortunately and fortunately, I got a hell of a story. You know what I'm saying? From my childhood and all of those, those things that happened. So when I'm sharing that story and tying it into the rel- you know, what's relative today in most people's lives are some of these things that we're talking about right now and how do they get over those things? You know, and I think that we haven't talked about that. We've just kind of talked about why people do it. How do they get over it, right? And I think the, you know, for me, especially one, you have no options. You have, you have no plan B. And two, once I found that relationship with Jesus Christ, I knew what you thought about me didn't matter anymore. I like it. You're right. All right. Now, every Tuesday, John, every Tuesday, yep. every Tuesday at 10 a.m., you hold a team meeting. This past Tuesday, we in the meeting, you mentioned fears of being judged. Can we you just elaborate talk, yeah, on that? Yeah. Well, and we just talked about it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in that context that day, it was just, you know, it's about doing the work. And, and we got a lot of high performers inside of this company, right? And somebody new comes in and again, you can have that fear of being judged. Listen, we're all human. We all have those feelings, right? We all have insecurities. We all have, 
Having an insecurity is, I think, different than a fear of being judged. We all have insecurities about things. You got to be able to walk through those things and you got to be able to walk through them with faith. You know, I, I think about I talked about earlier, right? Like God opens doors. OK, well, do you have faith enough to walk through? And if you walk through that door, does it guarantee success? No. And and that's what's so important, right? Is like if it because, again, I, I get annoyed when I hear people say all the time, I, I prayed on it. I prayed on it. I prayed. On it. Awesome. Then what did you do? Then what did you do? Did you take action? They probably prayed again. <laughs> well, yeah, they went home the next day. They didn't do shit during the day, and they went home the next night and prayed and said, well, gee, God, nothing happened. And God's like, yeah, knucklehead, because you didn't do anything. Right. And and so I get fired up about this shit. Because You're fired up. I like it. Come on, to, fire in, fire in. Because to me it's so simple, but it's not for most people. And I, I think that I have to always temper myself, right, because just like a great, player you think Michael Jordan would have been a great coach no it would have been terrible because he would have expected that everybody else could have done what he's done mm-hmm. and I and I was that way for a while right and I had to learn that okay I have to I have to learn to motivate inspire and lead others outside of just thinking that they can do what I did I'm an anomaly most entrepreneurs well the successful entrepreneurs are you know but most people want to be an op- entrepreneur because it's a cool word right now well eight percent of the motherfuckers that do it actually make it and about three percent of them make money right so I mean it is a very small window uh, and some people are built for it and some simply are not and that's fine too we need everybody along the path of of employment we need we need the the guy out um brooming all the ice that the landscape company puts freaking 10 pounds of salt down and we got to get the shit off right? <laughs> right we need someone doing that and they're valuable um but we all have a different chemical makeup on what we want to do i digress we're we're off the we're off the topic what the fuck was the topic <laughs> the topic was fear of being judged oh yeah so it, it just goes back to again i mean for me, it was having that relationship with Jesus Christ, understanding that um, somebody's opinion of me doesn't matter. Um, but when we have that fear of judgment, we're always stifled. And it stops us. I mean, all these things kind of go together. It stops us from taking action. It stops us from uh, losing because if we lose, we get judged. You know, and here's the other thing. A lot of people, though, they play in the safe zone, right? They use prayer as their safe zone. And I think that's why it annoys me because oh, I'm going to pray on it. Prayer without action, I mean... I, first of all, I think people pray on the wrong stuff anyway, because you shouldn't be asking for things. You should be giving things up, mm. right? Like my prayer is very simple. You know, I do our father who aren't heaven, and then I thank God for waking me. I thank God for carrying me home at night. I thank God for uh, forgiving me of my sins. I thank God to wake me up the next day and give me another chance to do better. It's not about, hey, I want to get this job. That's up to me, you know, and, and I always say this like, buyers right the home's listed for 500,000 they write an offer for 400 it's been on the market 20 seconds <laughs> and they're like well, well that's just what we're gonna do we're gonna write that offer and we're gonna pray on it and if it's meant to be it's meant to be I said, well, this shit ain't meant to be. I can tell you right now. Not, 20, not 24 <laughs> seconds in. Yeah, 100 grand light and 24 seconds in. That shit ain't meant to be. But that's what they say. And they, and then you know what? They they don't get the house and they go do that again. They go do that again. They go do that again. And you got to shake them a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you got to tell them God doesn't care where you live. He cares how you live. I like it. And I think that once they get that grasp, you know, so many people need to need to be coached. They need to be um, guided. They need to friggin' be told what to do when they're out of their arena. Same thing with me. When I'm in the gym, I want to be told what to do. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be babied. Oh, that's a really cute push-up, John. Maybe if you don't, motherfucker, tell me how to do the shit the right way, and I'll figure it out, and I'll get it done. Um, what's your shit say? Faith? <laughs> yeah, what'd you write I, down there? I wrote down faith because I was going to say when we ended this, a lot of people, um, we People mention the word faith, but do they really know what faith really means? And faith in the Bible is Hebrews 11 and 1 is faith is the substance of things hoped for, 
No, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Mm. A lot of people don't know what that really means, but I wrote that down because you kept saying faith. Yeah. I just want you to throw Well, that and in. that goes back to God God will open doors for you. I truly believe that. And one of the things recently, like it was really interesting because I had a I had a phone conversation when I was out walking doing my my second seventy five hard after my surgery, my second workout. Um, I was talking to Meredith, one of our agents, and we started talking about this because she's like, you know, I feel like I'm in a little bit of a funk and I've been praying on it and I go, Meredith, quit praying on it. Pray on something else. Your funk is action. Take action. Start taking action all the time. You'll get out of your funk, you know, and I think that's, that's the thing, you know, so now I had that conversation with her and the very next day we had this, uh, our eco meeting, which is a, a church group. We get together once a month, blah, 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 blah. And it was here at our building. So it was my turn to lead. Well, again, I'm not, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I just listened to the room and then let God kind of figure it out for me. And everybody kind of started talking about the same theme. And then there was excuses about why they didn't get something they wanted. And, and then they prayed on it. And I'm like, okay, so I just went right to the room, right to the front of the room right then and just started going. And it was like, you know, God will open doors for you. It's up to you to walk through them in faith, faith, faith in whatever God's plan is, not in what you want. See, everybody wants to walk through that door and be, be assured that they're going to win, whatever that thing is, but they want to walk through that door, be assured that it's going to be a success. But what if God's message to you is the value in losing in that moment? What if God wants you to walk through that door that you think's the wrong door because it didn't work out the way you wanted it? But what if you walk through the door, the one he wanted you to choose? Because there was there was failure in that, or there was a lesson in that. Those are the doors you need to be walking through more often. Because God is not going to walk you through a door, a door that will be your demise. Only you're going to do that. Yeah, well, He wants you to win, just like you want him to. Win. Yeah, but He's not going to sit back and reward the people that don't take no, action. He do and He also has a bigger purpose for what you think your purpose is right this second. So by walking through that door, and then you later find out it's the wrong one, you'd be like, "Oh, come on, God." Why, why you did that to me? I walked through that door, you said. Why and, you did that to yeah, me, God? Instead of saying, oh, wow, there must be a lesson here from him for me to learn in this moment so that when I walk through the next door, through the next door, you weren't ready for the next door yet. This first door that you you were scared to go through, you weren't even ready for the next one where the gold is, where the love is, where the faith is, where the forgiveness is. You weren't ready for that one yet. And so you had to walk through this one first and experience what you didn't want to experience so that when you did walk through the, the, the big door, let's call it that, the big, big door, door. The big door. The big door, that big life-changing moment door that you're ready for it. You know, so many times in life we're not ready to experience things because we didn't walk because we wanted to do it our way. And so going back to, you know, the other day, like recognizing now when God's opening doors. And for me, I even in that moment was like, oh, shoot, I learned something from just having this talk with people. I need to recognize more when the doors are open. Now, in that same room was an old business partner of mine, right? And and that partnership was dissolved. This and, is the eco meeting. Yeah. Okay. And he's now back in that eco meeting. And prior to that, I mean, this business relationship was dissolved for probably a year and a half. He came and presenting something else to me for us to be in business. Now, there were no hard feelings. It wasn't anything like that. Nobody did anything wrong. It was all good. It was just going in separate directions. And he presented something to me. And at first I was kind of like, okay, that's cool. And as I as I had this talk, I'm like, hmm, did, did I ignore a door that God was trying to open for me? And, and here's the, the thing that I, 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 need to get, I need to get through to people here is that that door that's being opened may not just be for you. Mm-hmm. It may be for the benefit of others. Mm-hmm. And so this particular situation, when I looked at that, I thought, you know, when we were in this relationship before, one of the things that made me most proud of it 
is how it positively impacted that person. I didn't need it. Sure, it was nice, but I didn't need it. And and now I'm like, okay, well, that door's opened again. And at first I was kind of on the defensive, right? Then I looked at it like, wait a minute, is God opening that door for me or him or us? And in that moment, I recognized it's an us. So I went from not really engaging on that to having him in for a second interview, essentially, then having another one of the partners in for another interview, and now we're in business together. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, well, we went over three things. Yeah. What take, you got? You wrote some more shit down in the back. Yeah, what you write? We worried about taking action. We walked. We talked about the value in losing, and we talked about the fact, the fear, the fear of being judged. I wrote down something else because you you keep you keep saying. Hey, do you want to go to the? Um, I know you got the awards Friday. You want to go to the auction with us Saturday night? You and Trina. I have to, I have to ask. Okay, her. ask her. What time? What auction are you talking about? St. John's. Oh yeah, we went to that. Yeah, I have to find. Yeah, yeah that, what time? Uh, I don't know. Nighttime. Well, I'll find out. <laughs> I wrote down easy. Mm. A lot of people think things are easy. We're supposed to be giving these people three Q and A's, and we're right. giving them ten. I, I want you to think about this for next next time. Okay, what you got? We're going. Well, I want to talk about easy. And I want to talk about what's in the future for you. What's easy? No, no shit's easy. I know it. <laughs> but people, people, people think. Oh yeah, what? Easy. They look at you and say, "Oh, he's got, he's got." Oh it was yeah, easy. those people. No, yeah, those. Yeah, those nothing's people. Nothing's easy. Yeah, they don't remember when I was eating fucking peanut butter and jellies and feeding and the crust to the, the dog. That's yeah, my point. ain't nothing easy. And, and but so you does gotta work hard. And so does Christian know the story, and that's why he works his ass off because he watched us go through that struggle. Right. Fif- you know what was that? Fifteen years ago, I was eating fucking peanut butter and jelly and feeding the crust to the dog. And then, I probably shouldn't have had a dog. <laughs> and then I wrote the future because you, you're a visionary. Mm. You always got a vision. So there's always something in the future. Well, you know, a part of that is just, I mean, if you're not growing, you're dying. Okay. What's the next thing? What's the right. next thing? What's right. the next thing? I love it. We'll talk about that shit. Okay. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Please share the show. Love you. Peace and hair grease. Tony Tone. Hey, Tony Tone on the microphone. I was that name was given to me by this man, Mr. John. <laughs> Tony Edward. Tone on the microphone. Love you, man. I this love you. Awesome, man. Can't wait till next time we do this. Peace. Peace. Peace.